You're listening to the Oklahoma Wedding Podcast, your source for all things related to planning a wedding right here in the state of Oklahoma. So grab a cup of coffee, a pen, and a notepad, and sit back as we start another episode of the Oklahoma Wedding Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day you're listening. Thank you for tuning into the podcast today. My name is Bill Acock, owner of Bill Acock Photography. I'm a professional wedding photographer located right in the middle of Oklahoma in Oklahoma City. Uh, I'm joined today by one of my favorite wedding vendors of of all time. This is a uh, DJ live band duo. We've got Amber and Nino from Life of the Party. Guys, how are you doing today? Good. Glad to be here. So we're going to start off right off the top. Give me five tips for somebody that is newly engaged uh, to just kind of help them plan out their wedding. I'd say the first thing I would do is plan early and book your most important vendors as early as you possibly can because they do tend to book up and we've ran into that several times. Yeah, constantly we get people who want to book us and we said, sorry, we're already booked. You know, we book out a year in advance typically. So. Um, I'd probably say do do your research. Just because a dollar amount shown is cheap doesn't always mean that it's the best. And I'm not saying the highest amount of or the highest bid that you're going to get is the best either. So do your research and ask people because that's the, probably going to be the number one thing is referrals is what you're going to hear. You're going to hear what you want to hear and who you need to book. It's always you know value is different to different people. Some people you know they they see. They want something very, very extravagant, and that's a good value to them. Some people may want something simpler, so it's just it's all just individual basis for sure. I would say have fun planning. I think the one thing I run across the most is people saying how stressful wedding planning is. And I got married so long ago, it's kind of hard for me to remember. I don't, we didn't have as much of the internet access or Pinterest or anything going on and that people do today. However, I don't remember it being as stressful as I think it was people make it today because I think they have so many resources to look at that they kind of get overwhelmed. But you're supposed to have fun planning your wedding. You're, this is like supposed to be the fun part of, you know, your whole engaged, however yeah. long you're engaged, that's supposed to be the fun part of it. And Yeah, you're only um, engaged for, for a for short time. Long, yeah, and you don't, you, you don't just get to get married and go back to that point. And then people look back and like, I really just didn't even enjoy that part of my life. So um, I would say have fun with it. And don't let it stress you out. And if you get the right vendors across the board, usually they can take the stress away from you as well. Let them be the stre- take the stress on and you just enjoy planning your wedding. For sure. Yeah, I totally agree. Just let your hair down, have fun with it a little bit. Come up with a realistic budget probably is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't, I think they get into the planning process and then they don't realize how much stuff actually costs or sometimes they go into this whole, they go into everything and wanting to book people and they have everything set in their mind and then their budgets doesn't cover even half of what they want or they need to. So they probably sit down and come up with a realistic budget and do some research on budget across the, of every single vendor, everything that you might need. Cause there will always be a surprise of something you didn't realize you needed, like plates for your cake that you didn't, that doesn't come with the other food, something like that. But there's always something that comes up a wedding or weddings. People like, I didn't think about that. And so, um, I would say try to make a big list. There's, I think there's a million lists out there of things that you need, but that would probably be something that I hear people say all the time. I didn't think about having to plan for that. Or so. Yeah, we, we ran into that same, like the, the cake plate thing. Uh, it wasn't the plates, it was uh, the- um, Utensils? Yeah, the utensils yeah. To, uh, to serve it. And we're all the way through the wedding, we're getting into the reception. We're like, all right, it's about time to cut the cake. And I had to send a friend of mine to Walmart <laughs> to go pick up a cake knife and the little serving 
I can never remember the little, the little wedge thing. Yeah. Um, it sent them to, to buy that so that we had something to actually cut the cake and serve it with. So. Yeah. You'd be shocked how often that happens. We've seen it happen multiple times. You know, it was just, they just didn't think about it. So There's just a lot, a lot of little details. And like I said, $10, $15 here and there will add up to $100, $1,000 at the end of it. And you didn't budget any of it. For sure. Then something's going something's to have give. to give somewhere along the line. And then you're stuck making choices closer to your wedding date that you don't want to make. So um, I think that's probably a good thing to do at the very beginning. So that was, that was four, right? Yep. Do I have one more tip? Yep. Um, Number five. I would say most people that are getting married have many friends that have been married or got married recently. Usually um, they're probably great to talk to about it because they're going to tell you the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> yeah, use um, those resources for sure. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna tell you exactly what they wish they would have done, what they wish they wouldn't have spent the money on, what they, you know, place, they'll recommend people. Um, I think a lot of people in Oklahoma, including yourself, is, um, don't market as much because we get a lot of referrals and that's a big, word of mouth. that's a big word. Yeah. Word of mouth is a big part of it. And, um, your friends will tell you a lot. I mean, they'll tell you a lot and they, they'll tell you don't waste your time with this. Cause it, in the long run, they either didn't use something or they um, wish they would have done something. So, awesome. Well, those are some great tips. So let's. I want to get into like hear a little bit about you guys. So you've got a unique setup with a uh, a band, live band, and DJ combo. Tell me, like, how did you guys get started in this in the first place? So we have been a live band for gosh, ten on, years. Over ten, ten years. Well, right at ten years. Yeah, I right guess. at ten years. So we, you know, we've been playing the bar scene a lot, and you know we. We knew that we could offer something that was unique to the to wedding industry and the fact, you know, we saw a lot of some bands that were doing it and, and things like that. So we just kind of stepped back and looked at what we were doing. I was like, okay, this kind of matches what, you know, some of the typical DJs and things do out there. You know, we play kind of some of the same same songs and stuff like that. So we, we sat back, regrouped and just kind of put together packages and stuff like that. And then we, you know, we started getting into the industry a little bit, meeting some of the people and kind of just took off from there really. So. We realized we could do the DJ thing and the band and we could offer both options. So it kind of, you can, if somebody wanted a DJ, we could do it. And if somebody wanted a band, we could do it. So it wasn't, you weren't turning away a customer because they wanted one or the other. You were able to provide provided either way or you could do both at the same you know at the same time so how did you guys actually get into weddings i mean i'm, I'm sure you kind of had the band, band background going already what what like led to your first wedding somebody actually just asked they came and uh saw us and they said you guys do weddings and i was like well we could yeah, and i never you never really thought about it because it's um it's just not something you weren't really around the industry we'd been married for a while we hadn't been through that and it's kind of so, well, I guess we could, and we started talking about it and realized there's no reason we can't do that. And why would I be able to provide something like that for somebody? And you're going to do a whole different thing than you do every other weekend. So, um, it's the and, same way that so many photographers get into it. You, you know, are taking pictures for family and friends and stuff. And then someone's like, Hey, your stuff's really good. Can you shoot my wedding? And you're like, uh, I think I can. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and then you end up making a career out of it. So. Yeah. You didn't, I say you just. You start out with one or two and start getting your feet wet with what you're doing, and then you realize, whoa, there's a whole lot more to this than just what you think. And there were definitely growing pains, we'll put it that <laughs> way. So you don't realize what all is involved with that. And I, you know, we've had several other bands talk to us and hey, how do you guys get into that? And I think a lot of them just don't understand that it's, you just can't show up 
plug in and play. That's just not how these work. You know, there's there's a whole lot more. You've got to be emceeing. You've got to be playing. You know, music in between. It's not just go show up. Here we go, and then tear down. You know, there's, there's a whole lot more interaction that goes with it. And after they kind of hear that, like they kind of step back and like, eh, maybe that's not for me. Which I mean, it's not for everybody. We get that. So, yeah, and you get thrown in a whole lot of other roles that you didn't sign up for, but you do it to make the day go by without a, you know, without a problem. So yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things in the wedding industry is just everyone working together, every, all the vendors supporting each other. Absolutely. And huge. I mean, yeah, if, if it's going to make me, you know, miss the, the bouquet toss to help out with something, I'm not going to do it. But if there's something that I can do to help another vendor throughout the day, that's not going to decrease my service for the uh for the couple right. then yeah i'm gonna step in and do it for Absolutely. sure so yeah. i i do hear a lot of people that you know are really concerned about budget and trying to figure out how to do things and are wondering you know do i actually need a dj or can i just you know plug in an ipod spotify playlist something like that and have that for my guests what kind of explain that to me the kind of pros and cons of of each side of that I've heard that question many, many times, um, and I actually have personal experience with that. My sister didn't want to pay and use her budget for a DJ or band, and I do this for a living, um, and we would have done it for free. However, she didn't want to, she's like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do that. I just want to make a playlist and play it, and I was like, okay. But something that people also don't think about is if you get a venue that doesn't have a speaker, then you're having to go rent a speaker then you're gonna to have to rent, get the cords to do it. You're gonna have, and if you want somebody to talk, you're gonna to have to have a microphone to do it. And if you don't know how to run it or something, you also have to have somebody be able to turn it on, turn it off. You've got to designate somebody else to be able to do that. So I've seen it happen. Nobody, and I, there was nobody giving direction. And I know that sounds like DJs are there for the music. And but if you don't have somebody telling guests what to do, when to do it people kind of get lost and they just kind of start wandering around and then nothing can really happen on a timely, a, yeah, a time sure. schedule, I yeah, guess. Yeah, and then half your day uh, is shot because nobody's giving direction to where, what's going on next and doing this and doing that. So, I mean, I think a DJ, uh, just as much as playing music, it's being an MC. I mean, that's mm -hmm. a lot of skill involved with that. And, you know, being able to just make things run smoothly and, and like I said, people just need, they, they want to look at, first somebody to say, hey, what are we doing next? What are we doing next? And you know, that the DJ has to take on that role. Yeah. They just do. And there's there's definitely skill to that. I mean, it, I've I see what you guys do and I've been to weddings that have a professional DJ. I use the term professional loosely, but um, that all they're doing is they hitting play on a playlist and they get on the mic and are really soft spoken and try to tell people what to do and nobody actually hears them. I mean, you've got you have a to big, command the day. That's you, yeah. kind of, you, have, you have to, to tell, take charge. You have to definitely take charge and tell people. Uh, people want you to. They, they will never say this, but people want you to tell them what to do at a wedding. As yeah, many weddings sure. as, you, as you've ever been to, people just they never know, and then they they want to be able. Hey, we're cake cutting is going on right now, or the bouquet toss is going on, and then part of that too also helps people like you with photography to know that oh, we're getting ready to do something. I so it's not just the guests, it's also other vendors kind of know what's going on. And, yeah, um, I rely on the it, DJ it, it makes more a than huge anybody else yeah. other than a, a planner. Right. Um, yeah, the, the DJ is critical, in my opinion, for that whole, the whole flow of everything. Yeah. So, but I know there's also 
a difference? I know you hear a lot of DJs of, do you want someone that's involved or not very involved? And I think that's an important thing to notice that that's very different, that whether you're really involved or not, you still need when you're on the mic to have that presence in the room and make your voice heard. And even if it's very rarely doing those things and not being, you know, front and center in everybody's face the whole time, you've still got to be present for it. Correct. Yeah, I agree. There's definitely a skill in, in that, in that you got to know when to pick your points, I guess, you know, versus, you know, yeah, there's some people that are like constantly talking on the mic and, and I know that gets on people's nerves too. So you, there's a give and take there, but you know, you can't be just like really, really soft-spoken. And I think that kind of gets back to, you know, you have club DJs and then you have wedding DJs. And I think they're two separate things. Like there's some guys that are, amazing club DJs that can go in and, and you know they can sit there and move all these songs together and spice them together it sounds really really great whereas it, at a wedding you probably don't want that they want to hear exactly how they know how to dance <laughs> they know, to they it. know how to dance to it you know and I think that's something you got to take into account too is you know there's great DJs out there that are club DJs maybe not necessarily a great wedding DJ sure so. unless that's what they want, I assume. Right. Yeah. I mean, some people may want the, the club vibe. Right. For yeah. the, if you want to raise, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got their own individual taste, for sure. So talk to me a little bit about the, like, DJ verse band. Um, it, I mean, with you guys doing both of them, what's what's the pros and cons to, to each of those? I think the biggest struggle or the thing that people come across the most is a band is definitely going to be more expensive than a DJ. Um, you're paying more people. You're going to pay because you're paying more people to... To perform and to be there and um, it'd be like paying you know you have two photographers instead of one there for the day you're gonna pay sure. more because that's you haven't there's additional people for their service um, I think that's the biggest problem people probably run into trying to decide and I think another thing people don't realize a lot of time the standard is just people oh everybody I have to have a DJ for my wedding that's just the first thing that pops into people's head they don't necessarily think I can have a live oh, band. Oh, I can have a live band at my wedding. They, they literally think that, oh, well, I'm going to have a DJ, and a band wasn't even an option because it's just kind of never, it's never been set as an option. Yeah, so, I, I, would, I would bet there's probably one out of every 20 clients, maybe even higher than that, that want a live band versus DJ. The rest of them, they're going to want DJs because mm -hmm. that's just kind of the de facto standard. Um, I, said, like the, I guess the benefit to having a DJ versus a band is DJs got unlimited songs that they can pull from um, at any given moment. Um, they can switch in the middle of a song to another song if something's not working or something like that. A band that's a little bit, you can't just stop a song in the middle of it. It's gonna be awkward and weird. You have to, you know, you're gonna have to finish the song. Um, and then you've got a, you know, you've got set list. a set list of a good chunk of songs. And most, I say good bands out there definitely have more, more than enough songs to cover way more music than you would ever need for the night. But mm. that being said, you're still limited to not necessarily knowing everything that people want. Um, so how, how does that work? I mean, can, cause I mean, I, I don't know anything about how the band stuff works on the, the planning side. If, if someone comes up to a DJ and says, Oh, Hey, I want to hear this song. Typically the DJ is going to play it. Uh, how does that work with the band? Do, do you guys take requests when, I kind of always just say, yeah, I'd love to take a request. If we, if we know it, we'd love to play it. And sometimes it's it's usually maybe Cupid Shuffle. It's something that we do know, right? Um, but then yeah. there's other times there are these one-off songs that I don't know. We just don't. Um, and there's just, or or sometimes if there's something, there's different bride and grooms that'll go through and they help 
kind of make the set list for you. And I've had that with DJ too, of people saying, I don't want this song, or I don't want this song. They made a list of do not plays, and then somebody will come up and request a song. And I'll say, well, I was given a list of songs to play from the bride and groom. And I kind of, so I'll try to, you know, I'll try to make sure I'm sticking to, you know, if bride and groom are the ones that hired me. It was not necessarily sure. their guests. So even, I say band or that, you try to, you try to accommodate if you can. Um, but there's definitely, as a band, you're not necessarily always able, always able to do that. And I don't want to put out a product out there either that's subpar, subpar to something that I could, I know that for a fact that I can give you a great show with. Yeah. So. I remember when when I was DJing just very briefly at the start of getting into weddings, uh, I was playing, I, I think it was Get Low, and the bride had came up and requested it. And I had some little kid come walking up to me and goes, excuse me, can you change the song? This is really offensive to women. Like, oh, man. Oh, man, Like, yeah. what do you do with that? The bride was the one that requested yeah. it. Yeah, it's, so I'm like, oh. It's so hard, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you get put in positions like that. So, like, we had one that wanted us to to play the WAP song and we were just, and there's little kids running around. I was like, I can't do this at a wedding. There's uh, parents. Really, there's, I just, it's not, you have to make a decision. Like as you're, for you, the bride had requested it. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, again, she's kind of the one that hired you, but if other people are doing something, you kind of have to make a decision like to back up your name as a business too, because sure. you don't want people going away. I can't believe that that person did this. Yeah, and they're, they're literally, not, you know, six yeah. year olds running around. I yeah. mean, that'd, that'd be terrible. So. Definitely good conversations to have yes. well before Definitely the something day. you When you're sitting down planning and we sit down and plan with people, it's stuff that gets talked about. Like I definitely need to know, so, you know, I need to know songs that you cannot play, do not play. And then sometimes people will come up and request songs, even like as a DJ, and I've never heard of the song before. And if I haven't heard of it before, I can go listen to it and maybe like, oh, I didn't realize that's what it was called. And then, yeah, that's a good one to play. And then a lot of other times I'm like, I've never heard that. So I'm not going to play that and have one person on a dance floor versus another 50 or 60 people that I could have on a dance floor. And it's not the bride. And it's not, you know, and I can keep an entire party going versus one person that wanted to hear their one song from high school that I've never heard of. So <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, again, it's a toss up of, Give and take. It's a give and take, yeah. So what makes a, a live band better than DJing? I, I will say the first thing is it's energy. You know, usually we get into the songs and then we get to interact a lot more with the crowd. The more the crowd gets into it, the more we're into it, you know, and everything like that. We can interact with people a lot, lot more, you know. I, I mean, there's several times where I've gone out in the crowd, get them to sing along with me. And, you know, Amber's done the same as well. You know, she, you know, she'll get out, like if we do Copperhead Road, she can play bass and at the same time do the Copperhead Road at the same time. People just love it. They that just is, that is what made me love you guys. Yeah. Is that one of the first weddings that I shot that you guys were at, Amber's rock on the dance floor with her bass, <laughs> exactly. doing the line dances. And everybody's there with you doing it. And it's great. It's so, it's so much fun because it's like you're, you're, you're out there partying with the people. You know, you're, you're part of the party. You're just, you're not just, you're not just helping provide entertainment. Like you're still getting to enjoy it with them and they're loving it that much more because you're out there with them and that's, mm -hmm. it's, it's so much fun to be able to just watch people's faces and like they don't or you're you'll throw them an unexpected curveball or for him going out with a microphone everybody wants to sing living on a prayer everybody wants to sing don't stop believing <laughs> yeah. everybody always thinks they can sing them really well when they've been drinking it's great <laughs> but you always have a great everybody loves they, they get that rock star moment where they like as a dj they're not going to get like they kind of get that chance to be a rock star for a couple minutes and they get to go out and sing with him and that's like 
a lot of people, they, I still remember singing with you at whatever, you know, somebody's wedding or I can, you know, that was, they get their pictures taken and they're sitting there singing with like a lead singer of a band and pe that makes people's day. It's a little bit, and as a DJ, you don't, you don't really do that. You're kind of more in the background playing the music. You can still be a good, you can still be part of it and have a good time and pump people up, but it's not the same kind of energy as you can get. Very rarely are people coming out taking pictures with it, the DJ. Correct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Correct. Yeah. And brides different. and grooms every now and then they'll get them come up on like our little, st where if we have a stage or stage area, they'll get up on stage and kind of sing by us or we'll get them to play tambourine for songs and stuff and people, so you're just trying to, you can get them a little bit more involved yeah. um, with the actual music. And like I said, you're kind of, in a way you're giving like the bride and groom and all their guests, they put on a, like they all have their own private concert, you know, for the night and that's, um, it's a little bit different. It's just a different experience as far as the energy goes. People feed energy off of each other all the time. When you're dancing with your friend, you're both dancing, having a good time. You both get more amped up. The same thing goes with, you know, us on stage. If we see people having a good time, our energy levels go up and then they see that and they're having a better time. So, it's But I'll say there is one caveat to that is you also have to play the right kind of songs and that, you know, you get into, you know, maybe if you're playing in a heavy metal band, you're probably maybe not going to do well at a wedding. It's just not going to work out. Unless that's what you want, you know. There sure. are people maybe that want that. Yeah. But I would just say the standard wedding, you know, we, we're we fortunate enough that we know a lot of just kind of the, the standard type wedding songs. So that kind of, we fit the bill all right with that. So, but, you know, not, that doesn't necessarily work for everybody, I should say, too. So. It'd be like, if somebody like, well, I want country all night. Well, everybody doesn't necessarily want country all night. Mm. You think that you do. You sprinkle it in. And you yeah. sprinkle it in. You just do a mix of everything, but you can't, you have to have the right kind of music to be able to go for however many hours you're supposed to be playing. It's gotta be a good mix. It's gotta be a good mix, yeah. So tell me a little bit about what couples should be thinking of when they're um, trying to pick a, a DJ or a band. Um, you know, I know you go to wedding shows and you just see hundreds of people. There's businesses that have been around for years. There's people that are just starting up. There's people that it's just them. There's companies that have, you know, 40 DJs working for them. So what are some of the things that people need to uh, consider uh, as they're trying to pick who to hire? That's, I'm glad you brought that up. So <laughs> I think what one thing that really makes us unique is that, you know, she and I are the ones that, that are doing it. And if somebody comes up to us, you're hiring us. We're not farming out anything. You know, we're going to be the people that are showing up to your wedding. It's not, I'm going to send Joe Blow down there. He's going to do this one on the east side. You know, John's going to do one on the south side. That's just not how we operate. We try to make it as personal as we possibly can. You know, and we always sit down and have at least, you know, an hour long, you know, session before we even, you know, go to the venue or anything like that. So they have a pretty good idea, you know, what to expect. And, you know, we try to, you know, calm down any apprehension maybe that they would mm -hmm. have of it. Nine times out of ten, everything goes perfectly as, as planned. So, you know, every now and then you get a hiccup, of course. It, this kind of goes back to doing your research because you don't, like you said, people have 40 people that they have working for them. So you don't know just somebody, like I said, maybe cheaper, but you're not, you'll meet with them and then they give a paper to to somebody and then they show up and you've never they show up and they're like who's this guy oh he's that, oh i'm your dj for the night they have no clue. and they don't really know your stories or like i ask people always ask people like again don't tell me your do not play songs and there may be a reason why you have that on there and it may be a song from like an ex-boyfriend from mm -hmm. high school or something that <clears throat> i won't know that unless you're talking to yeah, me about it we have sure. a conversation so i think you just have to gain trust with people in that respect to like yeah and that's the the company that i i worked for starting out 
um, no longer in business. It's been been gone for years, but that that's how how we worked. We rolled in on Saturday afternoon and uh, pulled up to the owner's house. Had a code to get in his garage. He had uh, a packet pinned to the wall, and we'd grab that. Grab a bag that had the laptop. Uh, grab the speaker set, the box of all the cables and everything. Uh, we'd step inside and make sure that all the songs for the day were on there, and then head out and do it. And I didn't know the name of the couple before I grabbed that list 30 minutes before I'm meeting them. And and I'm not saying like that method doesn't work because it does work because people do it. But I think we, we personally like to have a better, we try to develop a better relationship with our couples. And I think in the long run scheme of things, I could talk to anybody that we've done a wedding for today and they would, we would still have a good relationship because of that. We've, built a good enough bond because of it but as far as like I guess looking what you're gonna do versus a band versus DJ how do you decide I think it's just personal preference if you're really into going to concerts and you really like like that kind of thing like I said you're kind of getting your own uh you kind of get your own personal concert you can get up on stage you get you get a little bit interaction if you like that kind of thing band stuff's probably perfect for you if you want something that's different that kind of sets your wedding apart from your other five friends that just got married that all had a DJ a band is going to set you apart. People, other people will remember that too and talk about it. Okay, so tell me what um, what sets the the two of you apart from the the rest of the industry. Well, I think we kind of alluded to is that you know we're it's us. You're booking us. You know when you come come see us at some place. You know you're talking to us. We're going to be at your wedding. It's not you know some guy that you have never met before. Like like you said, you've done before. Um, we do have some kind of unique things that we can do that I have not seen a lot of DJs around here do, like dancing on the clouds. Dancing on the clouds. Uh, that's a big thing that a lot of people don't do. Um, we could, we're able to. That cloud machine is awesome too. I love that thing. It's, it's, it's it makes amazing. great photographs for sure. Um, yeah. And I think being like us doing it as a couple, um, as a married couple, also helps. Um, you always we have two people there instead of just one person. Yeah. So sometimes, in my experience, the DJs usually have one guy show up. And I almost sometimes I've told yeah, I've I told Nino several times I don't know how they do it yeah. because I feel like we've always needed both of us to be able to make things run as smooth as possible. And it's either him making it, him making an announcement, telling you know that this is going on. And if they don't have a coordinator, I'm out there basically coordinating it. So I'm having to make sure I get the bride and groom to the spot where they're supposed to be at a certain time. And um, so having both of us there, I think, makes a big difference. Yeah, and per- making things run really smooth. Yeah, perfect example is like, for instance, like the bouquet toss. One of us can sit back there and run the music while the other one's actually out on the floor, you know, getting everybody jazzed up, you know, crazy. And then we can make the announcement and then play the music and then we can stop the music and stuff like that. Whereas if you're stuck at your DJ board, I mean, it's kind of hard to do that. It's a little less interactive. I mean, yeah. that kind of goes back to another interaction that you right. have. I never sure. even thought about that. But yeah, every wedding that I've worked with the two of you, it, it's always both of you there when you're DJing and yes. not the band. I mean, it's obviously both of you there with the band too. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that that is ninety um, percent of the weddings that I do has just a single yeah. single person DJing. An extra hand is more always oh, more than helpful. Yeah, it, it's so so helpful. And I, something we do too that a lot of people, if you don't have money for like a coordinator and you're not paying somebody to come set up or coordinate your wedding. I do all of that as well as part of our package for free. So um, something that, again, from ceremony to getting everybody lined up, to getting them in place, telling them when to go, 
that also helps. And then it also helps with him running the music for a ceremony. We can communicate where there's not just a guessing game of when to start music, when not to. There's not somebody back with people um, not telling him when to go. And I say that because people run into, I've as many weddings as people have ever been in, been to, and you can go through a rehearsal the day before, people show up the day of the wedding and, and yeah. they forget everything they just learned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and it just, it all goes out the window and like, they're like, well, I don't know where I'm standing. I don't know who I go for. I don't know when I'm supposed to walk. Can you tell me when to walk? That was it's, me at my wedding. So 100%. Questions, yeah. We did the rehearsal and everything. And then we got to the day of, and they were like, all right, go in. And I was like, wait, what? It yeah. ended up coming in last. Yeah, yeah. Guys, it, people so. don't, they just don't remember. And I, it's just, you're so amped up and excited and stress, the stress, the everything that's going on that day. That's the last thing you're thinking of. But then when it comes down to it, people worry, you know, like start worrying about it. But so I'm always trying to tell people, I tell parents this a lot too. Um, when I meet with them, like it's not the parents job to have to worry about that either. Mm -hmm. And I don't want them having to tell people what to do. People don't know necessarily who I am. So I can, you can kind of dictate and tell people when to go, what to do. And it's worked every single time right. without a flaw of us being able to do that together. Yeah. Um, whereas I think if it was just one person, it, it, would have, it could have turned into, any of them could have turned into a train wreck at any point. Everybody would still be married at the end of the day and it would all be fine. But just to make our job easier it, and it makes their job easier, it's kind of a win both, both ways. Yeah, because so. we can just talk to each other. So I like... She tells me, all right, she gives me a signal, and then, all right, they're sending people down. She tells me another signal, all right, we're swapping to a different song. So it, it runs pretty smoothly. So um, we touched on how you guys kind of got into all this at the beginning. What is it that keeps you coming back and keeps you doing weddings? At the end of the day, you kind of are able to look back, and it seems like people always come up and just talk about how great of a time they had. And you know that... And that's somebody's... Does it, that, does it, I mean, that's just, that's a guest at somebody's wedding. They're like, man, we just had a great time. You guys did a great job. I'm sorry, thinking, like, they were there for the wedding and everything else, but they came up personally and say something to you. I mean, you kind of, kind of, they help give you a pat on your back. Like, man, I made somebody's day just doing, and, just and, because of love of music. Um, and, and you're taking somebody's, like, basically most important day of their life, and you get to be at least a part of it. And if you get to make that run smoothly, you know, that, that makes you feel good at the end of the day. We too. get to turn, we, we turn the party up for somebody's, for somebody's biggest day of their life. And that's, you know, to say that you always did that successfully, whether it's band or DJ, it's, it's always a good feeling because you know that they picked you, they trusted you to do it and you succeeded and gave them everything that they wanted. And like I said, the feedback from everybody is always kind of what keeps you, keeps motivating you to want to do more and, um, try to be the best that you can. We get referrals because of stuff like that. And you'll have bridesmaids from weddings because they remember how much fun they had at a lot of um, word their of friend's mouth. wedding. Yeah, their friend's wedding. So. A lot of word of mouth. Yeah, sure. and, you know, I, I can vouch for that from you guys that every wedding that I've been at that you guys have worked has been amazing. And I love it every time I see you guys there. <laughs> I remember uh, one of the last ones that I did with you was out at that uh, a farm out in Mustang. And we went out on Friday uh, to just see the the overview of the property and uh you know jessica and i are out there walking around with a couple and here comes amber walking up and i was like wait what are you you're the dj <laughs> yeah. i just got so yeah. excited so yeah yeah uh, and it's you know great working with vendors like yourself too i mean it's it's awesome so you get eventually you get a good group of vendors that you always that you continue to work with or you see all the time that you that you always bond with and you do well with it's that always makes your day a lot better too because mm -hmm. you already know what to expect from the other person yeah or, you know what you're getting and um, it seems, it makes things again go flawless and you know that you both did a great job and 
Um, then you look back, like today, you look back at these weddings that we've done and like, man, you remember when this happened, you were able to tell stories. So it's... Yeah. Do you guys remember the bride that threw her bouquet into the the fan? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, that, <laughs> and to say that that's only happened once, I'd be lying. So, I mean, oh. they, they throw... Uh, they, yeah. That, that one was actually 100% my fault <laughs> because um, I... I told the bride she was, uh, I was before she threw it. I was like, make sure not to hit the fan because those huge metal fans yeah, up on the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, yeah. and uh, she was like, oh, that'd be hilarious. And I'm like, don't do it. And I was like, actually, <laughs> that would be kind of funny if you can hit the fan with your bouquet. I'll give you a free next day edit. Oh. And I was up that till was 4 a.m. editing that thing. Oh, I didn't wow. think she would actually do it. Wow. <laughs> She tried really hard to hit that fan then. That I, was... I learned really quickly, be careful with <laughs> Yeah. But I'm a man of my word, and I stayed up all night editing. And that's that why done, you're a good so. vendor. And that's why you're a good vendor, exactly. That's... So, guys, um, tell, me, or tell our listeners, where can they find you? Give me your social media links. How can they get in touch with you? So, Facebook, Life of the Party, OKC. Um, you can send us a message on there. Uh, that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. It's, uh, it'll be Nino or I responding to it. Um, very good about getting back about as quick as we can. Um, we're able to send packaged information over social media, which is easy. It's not always easy to meet up and get it. So um, sometimes that's that's an easy way to at least get some information. Um, well, they could text you. And I can, they can text uh, 405-740-5100. Awesome. And all that stuff will be in the show notes as well. So uh, before we wrap up, is any any last thoughts, anything else that you guys want to want to throw out there? I think we covered about everything. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being here today. And uh, to our listeners out there, thank you for listening. Hopefully you've gotten some great information on, uh, on DJs and live bands and what to, uh, what to kind of think about with planning your wedding. So, and once again, my name is Bill Acock. I'm a professional wedding photographer. If uh, you want more information about me, you can find that at BillAcock.com. And you can also find all the information on the show at BillAcock.com slash podcast, all the show notes and everything right there. So make sure to take some time to check that out. And uh, again, congratulations on your engagement. I hope you have a wonderful wedding.